you like sci-fi, fantasy, action, adventure, and comic books, then you've come to the right place for your weekly dose of anything and everything geek. So strap in and let's get this show on the road. Welcome to the Science Fictionary Podcast. Hey everybody, welcome back to the Science Fictionary Podcast. I'm David and I'm joined tonight by Andrew. Hey, what's going on? And it's just us two tonight, but that's okay. We're going to have a little bit of an informal show, I'd say. More informal than usual, actually. So, I'm sure by now, everybody's heard all the WB news. And and we at the Science Fictionary have never claimed to be a news source. Uh, We're not reporters, and we're not trying to get the news out to you as fast as possible. We just like to take the news and discuss it. We don't have anyone on the inside. We do not have anyone on the inside at all. Nor do we, uh, I mean, we try to get our stuff out as soon as possible while it's still relevant, but, you know, you'll usually hear our opinions about something about a week after it happens, right? (laughs) Right. So we're certainly not, like, the first place to go for news, but we like to think, I'd like to think at least, that our conversation about them are funny. And so what we're going to do here is just talk about everything that happened with Warner Brothers Discovery and DC, because it was an absolute mess last week i feel like i was updating twitter every five minutes to see what was next yeah and i don't think it's done is kind of the thing no not at all there's still a ton of projects that are just completely up in the air and i mean Uh, some of those some of those things that were kind of out there are things a lot of people really didn't want (laughs) yeah yeah, because even before this, and we've talked about it a lot, DC has been insane. Yeah. I've made the joke on the podcast before, and it came up again today because I was talking to my girlfriend about all this stuff. And I was talking about the fact that there are, like, literally without exaggeration, about 10 different Batman properties currently in development or on TV, or like 10 different Batman franchises that all have nothing to do with each other. Right. Like, it's just all a mess. Gotham Knights, and, and, which got canceled. Gotham Knights got canceled. It's one of the things um, that was canceled here, which was in development. But the biggest one that uh, actually got canceled recently, and by recently I mean like that's coming out of this, this fresh new batch of DC craziness. Because like I said, even before this, things were really wacky. But yeah, Batgirl got canceled. And the big kicker with that is, according to everybody working on it, it was like ninety percent done. Yeah, I mean, it sounds like it was. It sounds like it was uh, pretty much done. They had test audiences and viewings, and, and and that's that's what they claimed was the reason for the canceling. They said that uh, test audiences hated the movie, and that it, I believe the quote was that it was irredeemable. Wow. Uh, but then, but then there were conflicting reports coming out saying that no, actually, the test screenings were like just as good as Black Adam, which was the same mediocre. But <laughs> right. it wasn't it wasn't abysmal by by any means. And the reality here is that they're looking for a tax write off. They the the new the new head honchos at WB Discovery because WB was a re- was recently acquired by Discovery. They do not feel that Backer will make their money back. And so they decided to cut their losses, cancel it, get a tax write-off. And yeah, again, the crazy part about it is that the movie's almost complete. And now we just don't get to see it. 
Yeah, no, it's it's kind of bizarre, and it's I'm not real sure what to even say about what's going on over there. It just looks like sheer chaos, and you got people like Kevin Smith giving their two cents on it, which of course just turned into a a nightmare for everybody. I'm assuming because as he did a few months ago when his uh, He-Man show came out, his He-Manless He-Man show came out. He started attacking YouTubers. It's like I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm sure everybody at at uh, Warner just loved that. And he has an ongoing project over there too, right? Yeah, it's called like Brave Adventures or something like that. Okay, it's like this like superhero show that's it's not like DC related, uh, but it, it was like a superhero show being developed uh, for for HBO Max. Um, I don't know if that officially got canceled i think that is in what is now being called the pending category yeah uh um, which the the pending category includes things like that includes the blue beetle movie includes the penguin tv show that was relevant to the batman it includes any future seasons of uh doom patrol or teen titans or, or just titans and couple other things i believe i assume uh, they Har- will probably scrap uh ta-nehisi coates superman film as well oh yes that, that that's also in the pending thank you the 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 superman film that i believe the most recent reports were that it was actually going to be about um mon l who is a black kryptonian that was gonna be the black superman movie as people are calling it that is in the pending category right now uh the green lantern movie is in the pending category i think the harley quinn show is now in the pending category which just means they haven't decided what to do with those yet yeah and it doesn't mean that those won't get made or some version of them but they may scrap those projects completely and start over with new people yeah which some of that i don't hate because i think for example gotham knights was going to be a show Nothing to do with the video game, also called Gotham Knights. Right. We actually had a conversation about that back when they announced it and confusion ensued. Yeah. where That that was my my Batman joke where it's like, okay, so there's this game called Gotham Knights, not related to the uh, show called Gotham Knights. And Gotham Knights has nothing to do with the Batwoman show that is currently on air or the Titan show that features Robin uh, and that features two Robins, actually. Right and and etc. Um, so that's scrapped, which, you know, I don't want to be happy about anybody losing their jobs. I especially feel bad for the actress um, behind Batwoman, uh, Le- Leslie Grace, I believe her name was. I'll I'll double check that to be sure. Not because I've seen her in anything, or I'm even like a fan of hers. I don't know anything about her. It just really sucks to be able to, um, you know be Batgirl and then get completely scrapped uh, like right. that. Yeah, um, it is one of those things. It's like, what? Yes, it was Leslie Grace. I got that right. What on earth was so bad about that movie? Like, how bad was it for them to pull yeah. the plug? If Sony can release Morbius, DC can release Batgirl. Exactly. Of course, Sony's so, like... Sony doesn't get it like to the point where they released it twice. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> true. I was really shooting for a third one. I signed the petition to get it released a third time. The petition was called like, we were all busy that weekend. Please do it one more time. 
like trying to convince Sony to release Morbius one more time. That would have been really funny, but we couldn't pull that one off. But um, anyway, yeah. yeah. What what was so irredeemable? DC and now, of course, this is before Discovery have sort of took over. But DC has released some awful films. They have. Uh, so I I'm not buying the excuse that Batgirl was so bad. Well, and, and, and also, when's the last time a giant movie studio cared about the quality of their film? I mean, outside of a couple of studios, not not often. You know, it's a lot of these are just her churning stuff out so rapidly. But the other thing about this and that Flash movie that they're going to release... Which is insane. This movie only had an $80 million budget. Yeah. And supposedly the Flash movie only had like a 50-something million dollar budget. But I don't that's, even understand how that's possible with the amount of CGI it was going to need. I was about to say, that whole movie's being made on a computer. How can you not, how can you have a budget that low? Right. Uh, which, oh, fun fact, uh, both of those movies, which we haven't mentioned this yet, had Michael Keaton in them. And we actually got to see a set photo of Michael Keaton in the Batsuit in Batgirl. Um, hmm. So now we, we don't get to see that. That was, I mean, and let's be honest, n- not to put down Barbara Gordon or anything, but I cared about that movie uh, because Michael Keaton was going to be in it. I cared about that movie because Keaton and Brendan Fraser was going to be in it. That's that's right. That's right. Uh, who was Brendan Fraser playing? He was the villain. That's right. That's right. He was the villain. You're correct. That would have been awesome. I would have loved to see that. Um I'm I'm just I, so glad that Brendan Fraser is back because he's such an underrated actor. Yeah, he he is. Um, and it's a shame that we don't get to see this. I hope this doesn't hurt his career too badly. I don't think it will. Um, I know it's not going to hurt Michael Keaton's career. He's fine, uh, which is why I feel the most bad for Leslie Grace because this was a very big deal for her, and she I could tell that she loved being Batgirl, uh, yeah. just from her social media posts and everything like that. And by the way, everybody involved with the making of this movie has handled it with such grace uh, that they... It's not, that it's not expected of them. I wouldn't have blamed them if they would have gone on social media super pissed off. No, I mean, the the only person really DC-affiliated that went online and went, went off was Kevin Smith. Yeah. And I, um, which good for him. Yeah, I, you know, <laughs> I I don't agree with the things he was saying. Um, I think he I think he went about it the right. I think the things he's saying when, you know, he's basically yeah. out there saying, you know, canceling the you've canceled the Latina Batgirl. This yeah, shall yeah, not stand. I, and it's like, why? I, I, yeah, reading his statements, I was a little confused. It was kind of all. It was kind of wacky to read it yeah. was very it sounded like like a madman uh, he just sounds a little bit like a madman here lately that's just kind of the way kind of the way kevin smith's been rolling lately yeah but clerks three <laughs> right clerks three's coming like october and that's the thing like i'm a kevin smith fan but i do wish kevin smith would quit feeling like it's like, come on, man! You're you're supposed to be like a big shot at this point. Why are you having Twitter feuds with YouTube with YouTube people? Yeah, yeah. 
Like, that should be beneath you at this point. <laughs> I think he likes it. I think he... I think he, he likes it, too, but the only problem is they keep making him look like a fool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like, if, if, if I were a friend of Kevin Smith, I'd be saying, come on, man, just, you gotta stop. Yeah. If you were one of the comic book men. Right. Um... But yeah, other than him, like everybody's been handling it with great grace. Especially one of the directors, uh, he 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 had his wedding like the day it got canceled. Like he was getting married, and like got the email, dang, like on the day of his wedding. Like Jesus, so that's crazy. Uh, but never fear, there's another movie that will have Michael Keaton Batman in it, which apparently is not getting canceled, even though it turns out. That the star of it is an absolute madman. Yeah. Who is now a felon. He's <laughs> been charged with a felony in yep. Vermont. Yeah. So, and I, I think at this point, I think his for his own good, like he needs to be locked up. But I'm not sure he doesn't need to be somewhere in a padded room. I don't even know where to begin. I feel like every time I, a, a great tweet was like, every time I see the word Ezra words, Ezra Miller, I know that the most insane crime I've ever heard of. And, uh, the most wacky crime I've ever heard of and a state that I've never heard of are going to come up next. Like it's like, and it's always in a different location. Like he's now wanted in like three different States. Right. Because he keeps disappearing. Like this, this thing he's yeah. got that he's getting arrested for now is something that happened back in May. Yeah, he's on the run. Yeah, he, he's the Flash, and he's on the run. That's kind of um, funny. it's all really weird. There's just seems like more and more weird stuff coming about him all the time. Like, even like this, this alleged, have you heard, like, he's allegedly has a cult in Iceland? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, what the heck, man? And, it's and not he that does, and he does come across very much like a cult leader. Yeah. With this, with the now added context that he probably is, now you can see it. Right. It's all very, very weird. Now, th- everything that I see shows that the budget I don't know. I'm seeing different things for the budget on that one all over the place. I'm seeing 200 million, which would be in line. 200 million is like the baseline for a Marvel project. Um, like most of phase four has been in the 200 million range. Uh, except for yeah. the really big ones like Spider-Man, of course, which was like twice that. That would make more sense for it to be in that range. They've also been trying to make this movie for years. And so I don't know how much money has been spent on it that's not officially part of the budget because they've like kind of stopped and restarted several times on this project. So I don't even know if those first two or three iterations that just stopped in their tracks are counted in this budget. Because my only my assumption is is that they have too much money tied up in this to not put it out. Right. If it was only fifty five million dollars, they had have scrapped this. If they're if they're willing to scrap that Batgirl project, yeah. The really concerning thing is though that no one from DC has come out and said anything about Ezra Miller. They don't know what to say because they don't know how to play. <laughs> it's like the Amber Heard thing, again. right? Uh, where. Th- they just don't know what to do about it. 
Yeah, and no, he, but he's done. Like nobody in their right mind would ever hire him again. No, never. It's like, what do you do? I have no idea. I don't. Even, I don't know. Freaking scrap it all, man. Just scrap it all. Uh, but then, what do you do with like the stuff like Aquaman that is like almost done as well that you know is actually going to make a lot of money and and yeah. Speaking of Aquaman, uh, Ben Affleck's back as Batman in that. Yeah, um, he was actually supposed to be in this Batgirl movie too, wasn't he? Or I'm, I'm sorry, not Batgirl. He was supposed to. Be, he's in this Flash movie too, maybe, right? I, that it was a maybe. So when the okay, so when the, okay, I just wonder because he is listed on the on the wiki yeah. entry for the film. At a time, there was a time where he was officially a part of the movie. Okay, but then he said, "I'm not ever being Batman again," and WB was like, "Wait, what? But you're in this going to be in this Flash movie, right?" And Ben Affleck was like, no. They're like, but <laughs> what you said to me in the Flash movie. So then it's like, then that's when Michael Keaton was like, okay, you know what? We're going to have, we're going to have Michael Keaton Batman in it. Yay. But then Ben Affleck started getting kind of coy with like, you know, maybe I'd play Batman again. So it's been a rumor. Like it's okay. been up in the air of whether or not Batman's in this movie. But originally he was definitely, yes, supposed to be in that movie. Yeah. So, did, has someone? I know that it was a has been purchased and it's kind of changed hands a little bit here. And have they brought in a new head for for the, for DC or something? Or there there's a current head of DC, like, at least on the studio side of it, at DC Films. But he publicly said that the Batgirl cancellation was not his decision, and that after the release of Black Adam, he will be stepping down. Okay. So, uh, so someone's already pulling strings. Like, I, I really, I mean, the, you know, they're talking now about their new ten-year plan, right? So it's it's the new ten-year yeah. plan to kind of model their universe after Marvel. And it's like, yeah. well, we always thought that's what you were trying to do before. <laughs> But you just didn't know how to yeah. do it. And, like, I'm still not convinced. Like, yeah, I would love to see a connected DC universe. Honestly, if you were restarting it right now, I don't know how you, like, say this is part of it, this is not. I really like Cavill as Superman. I like Affleck fine as Batman. Like, if I were going to build something right now, depending on how these movies go this year, like, you know, this Black Adam movie and this... uh Shazam movie might be the place to start building a new connected universe. Yeah. But then then it becomes the question of like, okay, so which movies that came before it Which ones are count? Right. Canon? Uh the ones people like. So Aquaman and Wonder Woman. Right. But then does that mean that Batman v Superman isn't canon? That was a diff what if there's a parallel universe where the events of Aquaman and Wonder Woman all happened except they had nothing to do with Henry Cavill and Ben Affleck. Yeah. That's the only difference. And that's what we're doing now. And that's the universe. Some people speculate that this Flash movie is supposed to fix all of it. And that's why they're hesitant to cancel it. I don't believe that for a second. I think, if anything, it was going to make it more complicated. I think it will. And that's the thing is like, do I don't I don't have any reason at this point. I, you know, they're putting out this idea that they've got a 10-year plan to take inspiration from what Kevin Feige has done. And it's like, 
That's great, but like no, everybody's trying to emulate what Kevin Feige has done, and and nobody like Kevin Feige caught lightning in a bottle. Yeah, like and you know the Marvel caught lightning in a bottle with Kevin Feige because right, you don't Kevin Feige became Kevin Feige organically. Right, it he wasn't. Was they didn't go producer. hire this guy to like. Yeah. They didn't go hire him to do what he's done. They just yeah. went and got this guy that could run Marvel Studios. Yeah. It just happened that way. What, okay, so if, if Warner Brothers were to say, we're hiring a Kevin Feige, and let's just use a name, for example, this would never happen, but Zack Snyder, you're our Kevin Feige. It won't work because when Zack Snyder goes, okay, this is what we're going to do, Warner Brothers can, can go... I don't know. How about we, uh, what can we, can we get Michael Keaton in this one? Right. Uh, like, because they're hiring him, meaning they're his boss. Yeah. And that's nobody is the boss of Kevin Feige. No. He organically worked his way. I mean, technically, yes, there's like the head of Disney, but. Right. But he he is the top guy at Marvel. Organically up to that position where nobody like hired him to do that. Where if, if somebody hires you to be the Kevin Feige, that means that you're in charge of them. And I don't trust Warner Brother executives to not micromanage it no, if why? they hired somebody. That's the thing. At this point, why would you? Because you're talking about the studio that literally hired Peter Jackson to make the Hobbit films. Who made one of the greatest movie trilogies, if not the greatest movie trilogy of all time in The Lord of the Rings. You bring him back to do The Hobbit and then tell him how to do it. Right. And every time he says, I'm going to do this, you say, no, no, we want you to do this instead. You wear a pretty suit and you have these charts of numbers in front of you that you somehow have convinced yourself tell you that you have the key to the world. And so you tell directors what to do. Am I I right with, with that? Yeah, pretty much. But I mean, like, you know, they wanted a, they wanted a love triangle. So they had, they basically forced him to create an elf that falls in love with a dwarf. Twilight's big right now. Okay. Love triangles are in. Right. That's, that's what my numbers tell me. (laughs) And, uh, but it's like trying to predict these things or trying to base everything on what's popular right this very moment instead of like what would be popular when they made, when Peter Jackson made Lord of the Rings, he made something to stand the test of time. And Warner is interested in capitalizing on, it's kind of the way they make clothes. You know, they, they market clothes for like a, a window of like a month, two months. Mm-hmm. And that's how Warner Brothers is trying to make make movies. Yeah, because you know, th- there's one thing that'll never grow out of style, and that's good stories. Exactly, and that's why I've always said, look, you can even have a movie that doesn't have a great budget, doesn't have the best effects, but if you tell a really good story, people will people will embrace it, and we'll we'll watch it years from now, and and you may not make a billion dollars right at the time, but if you care about if you have some sort of integrity, then then maybe you want to make something good. And I think some movie studios they realize that like the best way to make money is to make something good because people will go see it. I can at least say like I've looked at like, the list of like top twenty highest grossing films of all time. One thing they all have in common is they're all at least good. Yeah, yeah, 
I don't know. I, I might be kind of rambly right now to the viewers, but I hope they're able to follow the conversation a little bit um, of just what we're getting at is that WB is a mess. And it, it always comes back to this, doesn't it? Of they just need to tell good stories and, and make movies. And that's what they've been doing actually for the past couple years. But then the next step is to make it all a coherent, universe because the next step is telling stories about this coherent universe but they just can't quite get that right i really wish like if i if i was put in charge of dc right now right warner brothers here's what i do movies i would actually like what's in development right now except for the batman 2 put it all on hold yeah done so i'm not mad at these guys are putting it all on hold no, I wouldn't have. No, because I, I would go further. I already finished. Yeah, I mean, I think you make the DC. I think you make the 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 Batman movie, the second Batman movie, because the first one's popular. Even if that's not going to be part of your connected universe, by all yeah. means, make that movie because it's going to bring money into the studio. Right. Finish. Go ahead. Put the ones that are almost done out, and I would literally yeah. scrap everything else. And the first thing I would do is turn around and greenlight a classic Superman movie. Yeah, that's exactly what I was. Gonna, I would say. In fact, I would just say, okay, the Batman is where it starts now. It's good. It can work. Yeah. Let's have a Superman movie, and let's connect those two. A Batman and Superman movie where they're connected. And then let's do a Batman and Superman movie where they team up and they don't punch each other. <laughs> and they become, like, friends. They don't need to be, they don't need to be chummy, but, you know acquaintances and grow it from there go ahead and release aquaman go ahead and release black adam and shazam and everything like that and then what you do is after the batman and superman movies then you say okay is aquaman do what they're doing with daredevil right now at disney where they go people love jason where they people love charlie cox as daredevil so we're going to bring him back as Daredevil. Are the Netflix shows canon? Yeah. <laughs> right. People love Jason Moe as Aquaman. He's Aquaman. Are those first two movies canon? I don't know. They they also have Amber Heard in them. So, you know, maybe we recast Mara and, and it's kind of the same, kind of different. I don't know. Like, there you go. Uh, and, and then you go forward from there. Go ahead and make this Blue Beetle movie that is now on hold. Because it looks like they've already gotten pretty decently far into that. And it's not too far. You can do a couple rewrites and tie it in with this universe. Um, Shazam, same thing. Keep Shazam. Like, And then, after a couple movies, just do a press release, please. They're saying, this is what is canon to these movies. I don't know. Maybe it's not that simple. And the more I talk about it, the more I realize, wait a minute, this isn't that simple. Yeah, but, but it's, I mean, there's some complicated parts, but I think that, like, when the the early success of, um, of Marvel wasn't because they went out there and did something complicated. No, it was a, a movie it that they was, wanted to make. It was a slow burn. 
of yeah. standalone films. I mean, you had you had two Iron Man movies before you ever got a team up. Yeah. Just like you're going to have two Batman movies before you ever get a team up. Because, um, I mean, the first movie, 2008, Iron Man, right? Yes. And so then you go all the way. I mean, what year did 2012 for the Avengers? I think it was 11. Okay. It was 2011 or 2012, but point, yeah, still, no, it might've been 12. Maybe you're right. I'm pretty sure it was 2012. So, I mean, you, yeah, it you is took 12 because, because Captain America years. was 2011. Yeah. You took four years to do your team up and DC was never willing to do that. They wanted it immediately. It's my money and I need it now. <laughs> um, but the, yeah. And I'd also, and it comes more complicated when you have like HBO Max stuff where it's like, what about Peacemaker? People really like that show. Is that canon? I don't know what to do about that. I don't know. I don't get paid enough though to figure out what to do about those things. Um, well, I know for sure that they have too many shows though. You know, the, the thing about, I, the, and, I, and I know somebody's going to flip out at me saying this, but like a big problem, a big part of what created the initial problem in, for DC as they tried to build a connected universe was that they're making, you had Zack Snyder making movies that he wanted to make, doing them the way he wanted to do, and then you had other people making other movies, and they were supposed to be somehow connected but Zack Snyder, in particular, wasn't really interested in playing ball with anybody else. Uh, correct. And you're right, you're going to make people mad, because a big thing that came out of this was, time to restore the Snyderverse. That's still trending. Right. Restore the Snyderverse. Stop. Get some help. <laughs> it's not going to happen, man. And look, Stranger Things have happened. I'll give you that. But it's... I mean, the, the thing is, the thing is, is like, none of the best DCEU movies were made by Zack Snyder. No, not at all. I 100% agree with you. I don't, I don't understand the love for Zack Snyder and the Snyderverse. I really don't. And I think you're right that there were a lot of people making a lot of different things, which I'm always a big supporter of people being able to make what it is they want to make, but... If you're trying to make this connected universe, it's just not going to work. It's like if Ryan Johnson wants to make this Star Wars movie he really wants to make, it's just not going to work if you're also trying to make a coherent trilogy. Right. It's the same. Yeah, this thing. is the same thing because literally the way I see it, the only two, like, Star Wars used to be the juggernaut, right? Like, there was nothing that wanted to compete with Star Wars. Star Wars movies coming out, everything else abandoned ship. Nobody wants to release within yeah. two weeks of it. Mm-hmm. On either side. So, like, you put you put Star Wars mid-December, and nothing except movies that, nobody, that are very niche are going to get released in December. Mm-hmm. Um... Star Wars isn't even really that anymore. Kevin Feige's not afraid to release against anybody, even when he's got a mediocre film coming out. And yeah. it's and it Marvel is the juggernaut that Star Wars should have been. And yeah. the only two franchises that can realistically compete are DC 
and Star Wars, and they neither one have been able to emulate what Marvel Studios has done. And so this isn't even me saying like, oh yeah, Marvel movies are the greatest. Like, I don't care if you like them or hate them, because I know there's plenty of people out there that just don't like the Marvel stuff. That's fine. But when you just look at it, if we're just going to look at this by the numbers, like you have to respect what Marvel Studios has done. Nobody's ever done anything even kind of close. Yeah. And I do wish DC could. I do DC, too, because I think DC has the potential. They do. They have the characters, but there's this weird thing where they won't lean into their two big characters in Batman and Superman. I don't know. Did you know that there's an Alfred Pennyworth show? I vaguely remember hearing that there was going to be one. Is, is, is it something that's already out? Yeah, there's uh, two seasons of it. Okay, see, I, I've managed to totally <laughs> miss that. It's called Pennyworth. It's on HBO Max. It has nothing to do with Gotham, nothing to do with the Batman, nothing to do with Ben Affleck's Batman. It's nothing. It's called Pennyworth. There are okay. two seasons. The third season is about to come out. Which, honestly, I forgot this was even going to be a thing. But they have officially retitled the show from Pennyworth to something else. It is now. And Andrew does not know this. I wanted to get his reaction. It is Pennyworth, colon, The Origins of Batman's Butler. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> they want more people to watch the show. I guess so because nobody knew Batman what it was. Like people didn't realize what what yeah. it actually was, and so they had to put Batman in the title to make people realize what it was. Yes, I think wow. that's exactly what that is. The origins of Batman's butler. <laughs> like I can see that as like a tagline, but in as the title, that's bizarre. Yeah, that's the official title. Um, I'm sure the tagline was on like, see the untold story. It's about him being a secret service agent. Right. Like, I mean, that actually, I remember when this was announced. I didn't even realize it was out. It sounded like a really fun premise to me. Yeah. Um, but that's a really weird title. And it just tells me that they're confident that people aren't watching it. I don't know what it's how, what kind of numbers it's doing. Um, yeah. But it sounds to me like not enough people are watching it. And yeah, so no they way. needed to put Batman in the title to try to get more people to watch it. How is it that Pennyworth was not canceled? No offense to Pennyworth. I haven't seen the show. It might be the greatest show of all time. But you canceled like TV shows and movies, but not Pennyworth. Right. So that really kind of makes me wonder. So they have just like, just like Disney plus they have their own streaming service. So it also, when we're talking about this kind of restarting the DCEU with a 10 year plan, does TV count? Like, or is TV still going to be its own completely separate thing? I don't know, because what is Peacemaker? Is Peacemaker part of the DCEU? Is part of that Suicide Squad movie? Is Suicide Squad a part of the yeah. DCEU? I don't know. It has the same guy, two of the same, 
two of the same characters from the first Suicide Squad movie, which was definitely part of the DCEU because Ben Affleck's Batman was in it. So I don't know. <laughs> Speaking of TV shows, the CW is a thing, and The Flash has now officially been canceled. It's going to have one more season of 12 episodes, season 9, and then it's over. And do you know what that means? That is the official end of the Arrowverse. Oh, wow. Once the Flash ends, there will be no more television shows airing that are in the Arrowverse. Except there was Superman and Lois, right? But they confirmed in the most recent season that Superman and Lois is in a different universe. Um, It's not in the Flaro universe. Except that the guy who plays Superman was in Supergirl, which was in the Arrow universe. But now this is a separate timeline even from that. So the only DC show running on CW will be uh, Superman and Lois, which is not in the Arrowverse. This, so, what is Stargirl is also not in the Arrowverse, right? Or is it? It is not. Yeah, Stargirl is not in the Arrowverse. Of course, did they? Is it still running, or did it get canceled after its second season? I believe it's still running. Okay. Actually, um, there was some show called Naomi that was going to be in the Arrowverse, but I don't think that ever panned out. Um, Legends of Tomorrow has been canceled. Batwoman was recently canceled. Um. I, I yeah, Supergirl so, ended when they cut this. Um, they cut this last season of The Flash to a short season, didn't they? Yeah, it's gonna be twelve episodes, which wow. usually it's twenty four. Right, it's a full. It's one of the few places still doing full length seasons. Mm-hmm. Um, man, that, that's kind of a shame. Like, I mean, there's a lot of really crappy seasons in the Arrowverse. Mm-hmm. But I th- and I think sometimes because there are bad seasons in there and a couple of shows that are less than great, uh, how great that fir- the first two seasons of Arrow were, and the I first the first season of Flash and the first season of Flash are some of the best comic book TV shows we've ever gotten. Yeah, I really liked Constantine. Yeah, when it was on, I think Constantine got like ten episodes before it was canceled. Yeah. Um, Superman and Lois is apparently really good and I wish they would have just kept that in the same universe but my guess is that they knew that the Flash was going to be ending soon and so that's why like literally just episodes ago they were like uh, actually it's in a different universe <clears throat> like they have confirmed it okay Um, and, and then the writers said like yes Superman, the Adventures of Superman and Lois is in a separate universe from Arrowverse. Um, but yeah, that it's the end of an era, and for it to just kind of fizzle out like that, <laughs> right? Shame. It started so strong, and to go out yeah. with just kind of, and a it whimper. had some big climaxes. I mean, there were times where they were doing yearly crossovers. There was that solid like four year period where it was a yearly crossover, mm-hmm. and they were freaking awesome. Yeah, no, they um, were they for the laziness and writing on occasion. They did the big stories really well. Yeah, when they did like Crisis on Infinite Earths, Crisis on Earth X, all that stuff, like they had crises, and and it was 
freaking dope. I always tune even when I wasn't watching at the time, I'd always tune in for the Christ for the uh for the crossover events. And so yeah, it's ending. Now I, I really hope that with this thirteen episodes and they know it's coming, they haven't started filming the new season yet. Um, from my understanding. They now they have the time to really end it properly. Which yeah. I think is nice. Uh, at yeah, least there's, there's that. They're not I am, getting like cut off in the middle of a season. Yeah, I am glad that they at least brought them back to to finish it. Yeah. Because um, people still watch The Flash. It, yeah. It's obviously dwindled over the years, but people still watch I, it. I still think it's probably one of their bigger shows over there. On, on the, I think it's oh, got to be CW. one of the biggest shows. And it's one of yeah, the more sane things, man. Some of, the, some of this stuff they've got going on over there is kind of bizarre. Dude, Riverdale is wild. Riverdale is the, one of the weirder things it on TV. kind of makes me want to watch it just to see, like, what the hell? Because, like, I believe the last season ended with them performing a witch, um, like, ceremonial sacrifice thing to where now the whole town has gone back to the 1950s. And so it'll be like the comic book. Yeah. yeah well, that started as like a grounded, down-to-earth, just teenage show. Right. Well, now that you've told me that, though, I'm going to have to... I, I really hadn't wasn't, hadn't planned on... Dragon Con so big, it's hard to do everything you want to mm-hmm. do. But uh, Danielle Panabaker is going to be at Dragon Con. Oh, cool. So I, I'm going to have to go find one of her panels now. Yeah, maybe she'll talk a bit about uh, about about the ending of, of The Flash. Yeah. Um, I really hope that Grant Gustin gets to move on and do some good things. I hope this isn't the end of his career. No, nah, he deserves he deserves to go on and do something. Yeah, I think he's really grown as an actor, and I think he's he's worked his ass off for the past nine years for this show. He's um, such a good actor, but he's also you know even though they kind of. My complaint about CW shows, they kind of get into circular storytelling where they're kind of doing the same arc over and over and over again with just different details. Mm-hmm. Um, he really just plays such a great, wholesome version of a classic superhero. He does, yeah. He does, and, and I hope that he gets to do something. I'd love for him to show up in Marvel. Um, yeah, which, that'd be amazing. And, and, and there's a current, there's currently a trend that I don't really mind this trend because I just I'm a I love Marvel, but I have noticed that anytime a good actor does anything, people say like, "Oh man, what can he do in Marvel?" <laughs> right? I do that. I do that. I'm. I do that. I absolutely do that. So I don't mean to just do that all the time, but it's because I know that it's like a great opportunity for these actors to be able to do it. Is, is is another thing where I'm like, I want him to get a job in Marvel because that means he'll have like steady work where he gets paid really well. Good for him. Yeah. Know? No, I mean he would be he would be an awesome one to show up in Marvel. And and the thing is, is the the population of Marvel heroes is about to just absolutely explode. Yeah, there's still a lot that they can. Well, they can I mean, do. knowing knowing that that the X Men are coming. And I mean, I think now that they've let the cat out of the bag on the mutant thing, I think we're fixing to start getting mutants regularly. Um, and Kevin Feige yeah. really said as much back when they closed the Fox deal. Basically, mutants are coming. And I think he intends to do a lot with mutants before we ever see the X-Men. 
We may see some of the characters, but I don't think he intends to start off the mutant story by doing the X-Men. I think he just wants to introduce mutants into the, into this bigger world. I agree. I think we're going to see a lot of that in She-Hulk. I do too. I think a lot of the characters that they're going to be focusing on, uh, the, the law firm is specifically going to be mutants. Yeah. I think it's going to be these, these mutants are popping up and, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if literally this case happens where there was a kid and his mutant power activated and he burned down a building and now he's being sued and she has to defend him and say that he had no control over it. Like something like, like that. Well, and also, also, you go ahead. Well, I was going to say, you know, with, uh, you know, in, with mutants, we do get a lot of kid characters, young characters. Right. Uh, that are mutants because that's when their powers develop. And so I think we're going to see a lot of that. And I actually like I was rewatching Miss um, Marvel and I realized that the the um, the the woman that's such a jerk, the the uh, the agent that's just a horrible human being. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like she says, when the wrong kind of people get, you know, you know, get powers. And, right. and he's like, what do you mean by wrong type of people? And, inst- you know, you think, well, she's going to say Muslims. Right. And she says kids. And I was uh, like, oh, crap. Yeah. Like. <laughs> that's what's happening here. Because that's, that's when the mutant gene activates. Right. Is in these teenagers. Um, so I think that's kind of the root yeah. of kind of building this distrust against mutants. Um, yeah, I think you're right. Cause in that show, she's like obnoxiously anti superhero. Oh no, she's, she's, she's awful. That character it's, is awful. It's almost like, like that's, that's the most laughable. Of, how no, it's like evil. She is. Yeah. Um, cause, cause even the other people are like, dude, call it off. Like we're done. Go home. <laughs> What are right. you doing? Right. But she's like, she just ignores her direct orders. It's yeah. It's insane. And yeah. I, I don't think that that's an accident. Yeah. I think they're building either two different groups within. See, I, I think she might be working for uh, Hydra. Hydra or, or Madam Madame Hydra, Hydra or whatever we're calling her. But I, I you know, I kind of got the impression she wasn't all that concerned about losing her job because she's really working for someone else. Either that or she's a scroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which. That's exciting too, because Secret Invasion uh, is coming, and I think that I think we're going to get a lot of reveals of like smaller characters or scrolls. Yeah, I, I think we've got. I think we've just got all kinds of crazy coming. Like, yeah. Um, um, imagine like, okay, so uh, one thing that She Hulk is really pushing right now are cameos. Right. Like they keep talking about. Like, oh, there's a lot of surprises coming in She-Hulk. Like, they tweet about it. They keep talking about it. We got to see a little picture of Daredevil. Did you see that picture where you see, like, his golden helmet? I did. How do you feel about that? Actually, I'm really excited that they're kind of going, trying to find a way to do the more classic suit. Me too. I kind of think it's going to be pretty awesome. I don't think it'll last very long. I think it'll just be cool to see no it doesn't make sense why matt matt murdoch would wear a suit with gold in it it doesn't make sense it it makes him stand out whatever though whatever 
it'll look cool. And I saw like a fan art. It was actually a lot. It was going around and people falsely saying it was an official image. It was actually a fan art of him in his gold suit. Like, yeah, what it might look like. Right. Did you see that? I did. Um, I thought it was real at first, but no, I, I, everybody I, I, thought that was real yeah. at first. Cause everybody was, well, cause everybody, because basically he just recolored the Netflix costume. Right. And, and everybody but, was like, Oh, it's the same costume. That's a, that means it's the same character. Right. And it was like, Oh no. <laughs> but, 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 but here's the thing. If the suit and she Hulk turns out to actually look like that though, like something, something like that. Yeah. That's going to be pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got some yellow in it. I don't know how much it's going to have, but I mean, that, that image looks pretty sweet. Um, I saw somebody the other day because it brought up conversations about the original red and yellow um, costume. Mm-hmm. And, and somebody was like, yes, the original Daredevil costume. Proof that Matt, Mur- proof that Matt Murdock is indeed blonde. <laughs> That's funny. That, there's, there's a comic book story uh fairly recently where like daredevil is um he's in like the punisher's lair and basically he accidentally killed somebody and he's freaking out about it and his like costume got damaged so when he left the punisher's lair he like stole a t-shirt and so he's sort of like running around with a punisher t-shirt and like it was scaring the crap out of criminals because he had just accidentally killed somebody. So this like story kind of started going around this rumor that Daredevil was now killing people because <laughs> he was wearing a Punisher t-shirt. Right. And so like Luke Cage and Iron Fist had to like go find him. Like, hey Matt, what's going on? And he's like, what are you talking about? It's like everyone's freaking out. You're wearing this Punisher t-shirt, and Daredevil was like, I, what are you talking about? <laughs> and like the t-shirt. He's like, I'm blind. I thought this was just a shirt. And they were like, oh, did you not know that Frank wears a skull on his shirt? And he was like, I had no idea. <laughs> what are you? T- <laughs> Which is, I thought was really funny. Cause like, yeah, you can see detail, but like, you know, I don't know. Some, some writers might've said that he could feel the detail and the threading to make out the skull. But I just thought it was really funny. Uh, I don't know how our Warner Brothers conversation got to this. Yeah, I don't know. It, it just we we said it was going to be uh, a little different than usual. And, yeah, uh, informal. Uh, so it, it was definitely that. Um, and I think we kind oh. of exhausted a lot of the DC stuff. It, it, we yeah. kind of got here from talking about the Flash, which is I think we'll have to probably schedule a, uh, a when it when the when the last episode of that show airs, we'll have to have an episode and hold a funeral for the Arrowverse. Yeah. Let's just watch the last episode. Yeah. No context of the past eight <laughs> seasons. Uh, and, and see how much we figure out. And, and if it's the last thing, I could definitely see them really pulling out the big guns. I could see them bringing Stephen Amell back. At, Cause right now he is the specter. So right. he's still around. Like Oliver Queen is still in that universe, he's just the Spectre. Yeah. Which is, there's a precedent for that in the comic books where, like, how Jordan became the Spectre. There's actually, like, a comic book where, like, he had died, and then Oliver Queen's talking to him. He's like, he goes to his grave. He's like, I need to talk to you, man. So then he shows up as the Spectre, and Oliver's like, hey, man, so can you tell me, like, what happened here? And he's like, I cannot interfere. And he's like, okay, I get it. Anyway, when are you coming back to life? 
And then Halleck pauses for a moment and he's like, ah, pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so there's a precedent for like the Spectre coming back. Or they could just have him show up again as the Spectre. That'd be fine. And Yeah, it would be that. definitely be nice to see some people come back. Yeah. Let's have some of the legends uh, of tomorrow and, and maybe Supergirl uh, come back. I think I think that would be really cool just for the final episode. Yeah, bring back Roy, and, and assuming they didn't kill him off at some point, they did not kill off Roy. Uh, 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 Red Hood, yeah, not Red Hood, Arsenal. Well, uh, Arsenal, yeah, Arsenal, yeah, or Red Air, yeah. He no, he didn't. He he wasn't killed off. Um. I believe I forget where the show ended. It, it ended. I, I remember that like his daughter became Green Arrow, but that was like in the future, right? So I yeah, don't they've done a lot of there. they've done a lot of wild stuff over there. I want to say it ended with like John Diggle now becoming Arrow, but actually he became Green Lantern. Let's have that. That's it. Have Green Lantern show up, but it's John Diggle. I mean, that'd be a heck of a way to go if to go out. I mean, they're gonna. There's no doubt they're gonna do something big. Yeah, they've got to. Um, I think that would be really, really cool. And yeah, right, a funeral for the Erevos. Uh, I have started working on a entire Erevos retrospective, which is actually just kind of works out for me because now I have a solid end. Yeah. Uh, where I, I I am writing it. I am a uh, I, I am almost finished with Arrow season one. Uh, and and writing all my I'm rewatching all of it. I'm not half-assing it, where I'm like, oh, I remember Arrow Season 1, now I'm rewatching the whole thing. So it's going to take me a long time. It's going to be multiple videos, uh, but uh, I am working on that. Just a complete Arrowverse retrospective. Nice. Of just this, now what is going to be a solid 10 years of this insane time in superhero history, where arguably Marvel's biggest competition was the CW. I, yeah. I'm exaggerating, but it'll be a great tagline. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, as far as like turning out good content, like they were turning out good content I mean, there was, you know, it fell off. You know, they, they tended to fall off after season two, uh, those shows, but they all yeah. started strong. I'll say this Marvel, the MCU was the number one connected universe of superheroes. And the CWDC shows were number two. Yeah. Uh, so they were the closest thing Marvel had to competition in that regard. As in who can be the better connected superhero universe. Yeah, I'd agree with that. And that, yeah, that's the thing is, is DC has... I think DC just has either not been able to figure out what they want to be or, warn, or the executives just can't quit meddling. Yeah. Hey, remember that time a few years ago when Ezra Miller showed up in the Flash show? <laughs> yeah. And they connected that. That was wild. <laughs> um. Oh man, think Grant Gustin would have been in that Flash movie? <laughs> I say would have, as if we're still not getting it. Technically, we're still getting. We're, the Flash we we movie. are still getting this movie. Yeah. They just don't have a choice. I mean, they have to really, I think they've spent too much money to not try to make some money with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but it, it's just absolutely crazy that they're going to release an Ezra Miller movie. 
Yeah, do you think they could like just CGI Grant Gustin's face on top of all? But actually, that's what's really funny here is that as we saw in that one trailer that we got, there's like five different Ezra Miller flashes in this movie. <laughs> <laughs> so we're not just getting one Ezra Miller. There's like right. We didn't even do different versions of the Flash. Of yeah, we didn't do different versions of the Flash. We just straight up did different versions of Ezra Miller. <laughs> I wonder if there's a cult leader version. <laughs> I wonder if there's a sane version. <laughs> I wonder if there's a version that actually runs like a human being. I still, I still don't know what they went for with the way the Flash runs. Uh, Ezra Miller based it off of the way that monks run. Uh, That's what he said, at least. They should have just had him run like Naruto. <laughs> that would have been better. <laughs> I would have taken it. That would have been awesome. Oh, that'd be fantastic. I'd... I hope they pull that out in the last season of The Flash. Now's your chance. <laughs> I know you've been saving it in your back pocket. To have the Flash n- run like Naruto? Yeah. Yeah, it'd yeah. be great. They've been saving it, and now's, now's the time. Now's the time. Hey, you know what I really don't like about that Flash TV show? What's that? The fact that he ends up marrying his adopted sister. Yeah. It just don't work for me. It just don't work for me. <laughs> I don't, I don't get it. Uh, I, it's not cool. You know, you know what else did that? What other show did that? Dexter. You ever watched Dexter? I've never actually watched Dexter. It, the first four seasons are good, but anyway, in season six, they had this storyline where his adoptive sister Deb just suddenly falls in love with him. It's really weird. I don't like it. I don't enjoy it at all doesn't ever go anywhere like the Flash does, at least. Yeah, and then Lost did that also. There was a whole ep- there was a whole arc where, in the first season, where Boone and Sharon... What's the deal with these Hollywood writers? <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like somebody's got a fetish. Yeah, it's like they're living, at, they're living vicariously through their characters here, is, is what's happening. <laughs> This is a Dan Schneider all over again. <laughs> anyway, uh, those are just some thoughts that I had that I wanted to share with the world, and, and that's what we do this for, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> do you have any other thoughts you'd like to share with the world before we wrap up here tonight? I don't think so. Um, it's going to be interesting, though, to see what this kind of re a reboot of the DCEU is going to look like, or if it's indeed a reboot or if it's just kind of a reorganization of what's already there. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know that... I think a lot of that hinges on is is Cavill coming back or not. Yeah, because that's that's been a rumor up now, and, and now there's a rumor that they asked him to come back and he said no. I hope that... I personally hope that Marvel's already cast him. Yeah, I think Henry Cavill deserves better. I do too. I, I personally hope he's been cast in some huge role in the MCU. I do too. And, and not just because I want every actor to be in the MCU, but, but just because 
he is so good as a superhero and he was done so dirty by Warner Brothers. The fact that is as much as I'm not a huge Man of Steel fan, I was a huge fan of him as Superman. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they never made and, and Man of Steel, like as much as I didn't like it, a lot of other people really love that movie. Yeah. And the fact that they never got around to making a second Superman movie with Henry Cavill, as much as there was an outcry for it, is just absolutely insane. I agree. And I, so I, I want to see him land some huge role in the MCU and, and make make four or five movies as that character. Maybe, maybe in the final season of Flash, we'll get Brendan Ralph Superman back again. That was awesome. Yeah. When they did that on like Crisis on Infinite Earths. Yeah, that was cool. That was that was super cool. And that's one thing that the CW has always done is like and what DC's kind of able to do, because they're so messy, they're kind of able to say, Oh, that would be kind of cool, wouldn't it? Alright, let's do it. Right. Maybe yeah. they do that with a few things. Right. Um and it's probably just like it and that's just a result of them being like, Oh, we don't have any plans. So I guess we can do this. Uh, also, why is it that they won't let them make a Batman show, but they will let them make a Superman show? Yeah, I never that's thought weird. about that. But that's, like, literally, we only ever had the one Batman show. We had a Batman show? Well, like once upon a time, like oh right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. Adam West. Adam West. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, we had that, but now it's like in the modern day, it's like DC said the reason that we got Arrow was because they would not let them make a Batman show. Yeah, and I, and I know somebody's sitting there going, "They made Gotham. That doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. Neither does Batwoman." Neither does the Penguin show that we're getting. Neither does Titans. Yeah. Neither would Gotham Knights. I want a show about Bruce Wayne being Batman. So we get some cool long-form storytelling in that way. Uh, like, I, and, I mean, and, what what a great way. I mean, that would be so much better a way than a movie to really highlight Batman the detective, right? I 100% agree. Especially because you have a lower budget, so you'd have to do more of that. And less big action set pieces. Well, it's basically what they did with Gotham, but instead of Batman, we just had Jim Gordon. Yeah, I a hundred. I I agree. No, uh, no, we got Batman like the last shot of the entire show, though. Yeah, he shows up in the last episode, and it's some of the worst moments in the entire series. I didn't even get that far. Like, I really liked the series. Mostly because yeah. I thought the Jim Gordon character was fantastic and uh, Marina Bakarin's character was really good. Mm-hmm. But, and, and the kid was okay, but like when they tried to like put him in the suit, it was just wrong. And like he, he didn't look good in the suit, and you could tell they never like really showed you Batman. Like you just get shadows, and, and you could mm-hmm. tell they didn't really want to show him in the suit. Yeah, especially because by the time, how, do you know how old he was when they were shooting him in the suit? I don't. Couldn't have been that old. He certainly still looked like a child. Yeah. Uh, no offense to him. I'm trying to look to see. I can't actually remember the actor's name. Do you remember the actor's name? I have no clue. Did you know that the guy who plays Jim Gordon voiced the Batman in a few movies? 
Yes, I did, actually. Fun facts. But I, I liked a lot of things about that. I, I loved their version of Penguin. I, I loved their version of the Riddler. I love the Riddler uh, in that show. Uh, oh, what's his name? Um, that that played the the Joker. Oh, uh, um, uh, Cal Kestis. Uh, yeah, last name's Monaghan, right? Yeah, I'm blanking oh. on his first name. He's fantastic. He 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 is. He is absolutely like, incredible. The people at Lucasfilm are missing a huge opportunity if they're not planning to put him in something live action as Cal Kestis. Yeah, because he's an incredible actor. Cameron, Cameron Monaghan. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and and you know that's a, that's a really weird story behind his Joker because DC did not allow them to use the name Joker, as you know, because he was Jeremiah and then Jerome. Right. And he can never be the Joker, and so officially speaking. He's not the Joker because DC just refuses to let them use it. And it's so freaking weird because everybody knows that it's the Joker. Including Cameron. He even tweeted, he was like, yeah, I wish they would have just let me call him Joker. But I'm still honored to be able to touch this character. And it's like, you deserve so much better, man. You sh- you deserved to officially be a Joker. It's so bizarre that they would not let them just have a Joker. Yeah. Yeah, the, the the rules over there don't don't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, those David Mazuz that played uh, Bruce, Bruce, and he did a good job. But yeah, he's just now like twenty one years old. Oh yeah. So I mean, he was still a kid when they tried to stick him in the suit. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> I'm just excited for Batman two, which I really hope it's not called Batman two. I hope it's like Batman and then a cool subtitle. Like yeah. Batman Heart of Ice or something. Yeah, I, it probably will be. They'll they'll come up with something. But yeah, I've still got to watch the first one. But I've heard I've heard so many good things. I I've just hadn't seen it yet because uh, it's a long movie. Yeah, it it, it it is a task to take your day out of it. And that's my only, that's my only criticism of it upon further inspection is like that was pretty long. Speaking of long, like. Did you hear how much footage the original cut of Thor Love and Thunder was? Yeah. Four hours. Four hours. It's only like an hour and a half long. I know. It means they left. I think it's Marvel's shortest movie. It's, yeah, if it's not, it's it's like gotta be like the top three shortest. It's very short. But that means they left two and a half hours of stuff on the floor. Why? I have no doubt. You know, sometimes I think that like, uh, I walk away from a movie being like, man, they should have trimmed some of it. But like, I really get the feeling that this movie could have been improved with some of that footage. Yeah, I, I think likely. I, I, I don't. But I mean, that's the thing is, I don't guess we'll ever know what any of that footage was. They'll probably release some deleted scenes, but they won't release yeah. anything that directly conflicts with the way the story turned out. I think all I heard was was. Uh, Tika say that, or Tika say that uh, there was a lot more like Jane stuff before Thor showed up in New Asgard. Yeah, like okay. we got to see a little bit of what Jane was doing in New Asgard. Uh, okay, instead Thor of just there. that big cut. Yeah, because um, yeah. that cut felt pretty awkward to me. Uh, per just me personally. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that that would explain a lot. I mean, I get them not wanting to have a four hour long movie, but. Why you gotta make it so short? I, I don't know. All right. Well, that's probably anyway. 
yeah, yeah. I agree with you that we could keep going. We got all sorts of fun stuff in our heads to say, but oh, yeah. uh, I think that could wrap us up for now uh, here tonight on the Science Fictionary Podcast. Andrew, where can people find you on the internet? Okay, you can find me running the Twitter account for this show at Sci underscore Fictionary. You can find me over on our other show, Coruscant Radio Underground, when we release uh, episodes about Star Wars. And as always, you can find our podcast as well as the rest of the Red 5 Podcast Network over at Red 5 Network on Twitter. And I am David underscore JG Peoples on Twitter. Thank you guys so much for listening. Don't forget to leave a like, a subscribe, a rate, a review, a comment, whatever it is you can do on your preferred podcast platform. It really helps out the show a lot. Don't forget to check out all the Twitter handles and such from the Red 5 that Andrew just mission, mentioned there. And don't forget to check out our back catalog. Bat, huh? our back. back <laughs> catalog. Um, we have all sorts of timeless work just like the lord of the rings like we talked about earlier we we have pillar series we have old reviews of of uh of fun stuff and and like i said we're not a news channel so m- what we talk about is just our fun thoughts on things that have happened so uh there's still a lot of relevant podcasts and videos and stuff that for you to check out i don't remember if you mentioned it andrew so i'll say it. don't forget to check out our youtube the science fictionary Absolutely. where we do reviews on tv shows and other fun things. We do a lot of trivia. And that's where my Arrowverse retrospective will be whenever it is complete. It's just going to take a while. Right. And next Again, next two trivias will be uh, the Cornetto Blood and Ice Cream trilogy. Yep. And Muppets. Probably Muppets. Mupp- yeah. I don't know if it's going to be Muppet movies or just Muppets in general, but Muppets. I've got a lot of movie watching to do to get ready for that. That's that's a little overwhelming. That's a lot of Muppet movies. It really is. But hey, I made y'all do trivia on 13 Star Trek movies, so I guess it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much for listening. Like, subscribe, etc. And don't forget, it is and always will be Morbin time.